You know, Jackie, kalokohan lang naman yung mga trustful na yun eh. Like, I don't believe that it does anything to help me feel better about my office mates. Well, yeah, that's warranted, I guess, based on your own experience. But there can be some activities like a trust fall where they would be meaningful and helpful to some teams. We've seen some of that. Kailangan mo ba ng mas makabuluhang chismisan sa pantry? Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Bumaling ako ng Central, pero naglakad na lang ako. Bibit-bit pa akong luggage, may bit-bit-bit pa akong backpack. Hindi ko alintana yung pagod ko na sa paglalakad. Hindi ko na alintana yung lamig. Lumaambun pa. Basta niniisip ko kung saan ako pwedeng humingi ng tulong. Yun, habang naglalakad ako, tinatawag ko pangalan ng nanay ko. Sabi ko, this is my first na magalito sa ibang bansa. Wala akong mahagilap kung saan talaga ako hihingi ng tulong. Para ang hirap para akong panga na tinitingnan ng mga nakakasalubong ko sa kalsada na tinatawag ko yung pangalan ng nanay ko na, Ma! Ma! How can I do this? Paano ako lalaban? Mag-isa lang ako dito. Parang ganun. That was the voice of Cheryl Cuarto, a domestic helper based in Hong Kong. She's just one of many Filipino workers who fell through the cracks in the city's cold pursuit of a zero-COVID society. I'm Franco Luna, Puma Podcast. In this episode, we take you to Hong Kong, which has adopted a Beijing-style hard crackdown on COVID even as many countries around the world open up. After amicably parting ways with her employer, Cheryl was all set to return to the Philippines. She already had her luggage packed and her ticket booked. But then, she tested positive for COVID-19 the day of her flight. Yung naranasan ko na discrimination is, sabi niya ng guard, Oh, you come here, it's very dangerous. Hospital yun. Kung ang gusto ko lang sana in that part is sabi ko sa kanila kasi, oh, so kung ayaw niya akong tanggapin, kanina ako hihingi ng tulong, sabi ko. Pero wala po eh, talagang tinaboy po nila ako na parang, you go there, I don't know, sabi ko sa kanila, pwede po bang mag-surrender sa police, sabi ko. Sabi nila, we don't know, we don't know, you go there, you go there. Parang ganun lang po kasi yung ano, yung senaryo. So parang napaka, yung emotion ko po is parang nasaktan talaga ako ng sobra kasi, kahit man lang kung hindi nila ako maano sa hospital, bakit hindi man lang sila nag-give ng idea kung saan pa ako pwedeng humingi ng tulong? In a way, Cheryl really was just unlucky. According to support groups, many others were outright sacked by their employers for catching COVID, thrown out on the streets in the cold, left to go find a shelter or isolation facility for themselves. In good times, these are the same people Hong Kongers relied on to take care of their children, look after their elderlies, and run their households. Yet Cheryl was just one of almost a hundred homeless migrant workers who sought help from an NGO called Help for Domestic Workers in the past two weeks. Homeless for almost seven hours, she frantically tried five government numbers before an NGO finally picked up. But in the first place, why was the consulate so difficult to reach? 
Here's Sheila Bonifacio of Gabriela, Hong Kong. Problema talaga namin to sa konsulado, yung kanilang hotline. Pag tumahawag kami sa hotline nila, it's either busy or walang sumasagot. It's not our problem kung nagkakulang kayo sa tao or kulang kayo sa hotline numbers. Eh di, bigyan nyo ng solusyon. Kasi sa totoo lang, meron kayong resources. Meron silang resources eh. Pero yung mga kababayan natin, pag tumawag yan sa consulate, emergency yun. It's either nababa sila ng kanilang amo in the middle of the night. ba? Diba? Kaya maraming mga kababayan natin nare-rescue na lang. Nare-rescue namin yung madaling araw nasa, nasa, nasa McDonald's. Sheila says there's really been discrimination in the way Hong Kong is carrying out its zero-COVID policy. Recently, Dozens of helpers were fined 5,000 Hong Kong dollars each for breaching the city's two-person gathering limit. 5,000! That's more than their salary in a month. As we know, domestic workers everywhere often only get one day off a week. On Sunday, they gather in parks and public places as they have no spaces of their own. But on February 18, Hong Kong Chief Executive Carrie Lam said in a press conference, Ask your helpers to stay home. We will not show mercy. And indeed, they don't. Hindi sila ganong mahigpit sa ibang mga area. Like, hindi sila mahigpit sa mga mall, hindi sila mahigpit sa MTR, hindi sila mahigpit sa mga buses, hindi sila mahigpit sa mga market. Pero, sa migrants community, napakahigpit nila. Wala namang masama, mag-impose sila ng ganyan. Pero pupunta sila parang, pa, alam mo yon 10 to 15 na mga police sa mga area namin na dikit-dikit din sila. Mapapansin mo eh, mapapaisip ka rin. Workers' groups are now calling this a humanitarian crisis. But what is the Philippine government doing? Here's Rally Tejada, the Philippine Consul General to Hong Kong, in an interview with One News on February 23. I would just like to refute his statement that there is a humanitarian crisis here. It's a little bit overblown. And the Hong Kong government is doing all its best. And of course, here in the Philippine Consulate General, we are also doing our best to make sure that all of our kababayans are taken care of and all their needs are attended to. I don't see anyone sleeping uh, outside or being uh, left outside that are not attended. Each time that we are told that uh, there are Filipinos needing help and assistance, we are there and immediately respond to their needs. And here's Hans Katdak, the administrator of the Overseas Workers' Welfare Administration. Walang stranded or homeless or adversely affected in terms of lack of shelter dito sa sitwasyon na to. Wala akong problema sa shelter. The government has adequately provided for this and has assured the Philippine side that there would be adequate shelter or isolation facilities ngayon. So the government says there is no crisis. And yet, for several weeks now, Both local and foreign media in Hong Kong continue to report on this issue. For instance, on February 26, one of Bloomberg's top stories was titled, Hong Kong's COVID crackdown hits domestic helpers the hardest. One of their examples was a 57-year-old Filipina who said she was fined $5,000 for lowering her mask to take a phone call. And on March 1st, the AFP ran a story with this headline, Virus wave deepens grim conditions for Hong Kong domestic workers. Cheryl Cuarto, who remains at an isolation facility in Hong Kong, says the emotional stress of her ordeal is something she'll always carry. At that time, the whole day, wala akong pagkain. 
hindi ko alam kung saan ako humugot ng lakas ko. Hindi ako nakatulog for almost three nights talaga until now hindi pa rin ako panatag. Kapag nag-flashback pa rin yun, nagiging emotional ano pa rin ako dun eh. I'm okay now pero every time na naiisip ko pa rin yung ano, yung nangyari, naiiyak pa rin ako. So, nag-ano ako sa health uh, to do the counseling. Parang na-trauma ako eh. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was edited by Presh Capistrano and produced by Kat Ventura. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you listen. Thanks for listening. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs>